We'd like to welcome you back to our fourth and final part of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 16, 2019. This part is entitled Open Letter from Medical Doctor to Legislators Regarding Aborted Fetal Cell Lines, Aborted Fetal Cell DNA in Vaccines. Now, this is a little bit technical, and I, don't, I normally don't like reading stuff like this, um, but it's so important the information i'm going to try to kind of like stop along the way it's not that long because i've really shortened it as much as i could and i'm, I'm just trying to like really hit the high points but i, I kind of want you to understand the ramifications of using aborted babies and vaccines and this is a medical doctor writing the legislators regarding the aborted fetal cell dna and vaccines. so hopefully i can do this justice and convey what she's trying to say here uh, my name is Dr. Teresa Deicher. I am founder and lead scientist at Sound Choice Pharmaceutical Institute, whose mission is to educate the public about vaccine safety, as well as pressure manufacturers to provide better and safer vaccines for the public. Well, again, I don't, I don't think we need them at all, but personally, but I mean, maybe if they could actually develop ones that were righteous and clean and, and actually, you know, um, were made by righteous, righteous companies and had a righteous purpose and didn't have wicked, evil, sick ingredients. Okay, all right, let's talk. But, you know, anyway, um, I obtained my doctorate from Stanford University in molecular and cellular uh, physiology in 1990 and completed my postdoctoral work at the University of Washington. My career has been spent in the commercial biotechnical biotechnology industry and i have done work from basic biological and drug discovery through clinical development so this woman has pretty high credentials okay i am writing in regard to the unrefuted scientific facts about aborted fetal dna contaminants in the measles mump rubella vaccine which is one of the main vaccines i have talked about it's one of the main ones they were pushing on people with the whole Oh, measles outbreak that, you know, just happened months ago or whatever. And, and how the world was going to end and the sky was literally falling. Even though measles hasn't hasn't killed anybody in like the last 10 years or maybe one person. Um, but, you know, the world has to end because of it. So anyway, this is about the aborted fetal DNA. Now, remember, there's two versions of the aborted fetal cell DNA. I think in the MMR2. Not just one fetal aborted fetal cell line, but two. And the other one has uh, Merivax or whatever. There's two versions. The other one has one aborted fetal strain, and then it has human recumbent DNA serum or whatever. It, it's they're both so so horrific. I mean, it's a Frankenstein brew of devilness in there. Uh, anyway, uh, my career's been spent uh, doing all this. Um, I'm going to read the last sentence again. I'm writing regarding unrefuted scientific facts about the aborted fetal DNA contaminants in the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine, which must be made known to lawmakers and the public. Merck's MMR2 vaccine, as well as the chickenpox, pentacel, and all hep A-containing vaccines are manufactured using human fetal cell lines and are heavily contaminated with human fetal DNA. Now, there's 27 that are. That, that's just a couple. But I went over, there's 27 now that are using the, the aborted fetal, the aborted babies, their DNA. Um, but these are heavily contaminated with human fetal DNA from the production process. Levels in our children can reach up to 5 NGs per milliliter after vaccination. That's a unit of measurement. Depending on the age, weight, and blood volume of the child, that level is known to activate what is known as toll-like receptor 9, 
or TLR9, which can cause immune autoimmune attacks. And there's this explosion of autoimmune diseases in the populace and in children, and it can be traced totally and directly to the vaccines, just as the autism that developed started to explode in the early 1990s when they increased the vaccine schedule and they implemented more of the vaccines that contain the aborted fetal cell lines because Satan knows this is the greatest way to uh, brain damage our children and to curse them over time because I do believe there's a curse involved here. I believe there's a large demonic component involved when you take the DNA of an aborted baby and you inject it into your child. And Satan knows this, so it's very important for him to get as many of these vaccines into your child as possible so that they're maximally cursed they're, and they're maximally affected from a physical level and hopefully they'll get autism. You know, I'm Satan wanting this and autoimmune diseases and a host of other things. You know, that's what that's what Satan wants. And that's why the vaccine industry exists, because they're the medical pharma cartel and they're satanic. I've, I've reported on this over and over again to illustrate the autoimmune capability of very small amounts of fetal DNA. Consider this. This is unbelievable. Labor, meaning labor in a woman when she's getting ready to have a baby is triggered by fetal DNA from the baby that builds up in the mother's bloodstream. Triggering is a massive immune rejection of the baby. So in other words, the, 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 the fetal DNA of the baby in the mother gets so high in her own bloodstream that it triggers the labor mechanism. She goes into labor, she breaks her water, and then not too long after that, the baby's born. This is how God designed it. But this is what triggers this is triggering a massive immune rejection of the baby. It doesn't mean the, her body kills the baby. It just means, okay, it's time to go. And this is the way God designed it. This is labor we're talking about now. It works like this. Fetal DNA fragments from a baby with about 300 base pairs in length are found in the pregnant mother's serum. When they reach a level between 0.46 and 5.08 NGs per milliliter in the serum, this triggers labor via the TLR9 mechanism, which is this toll-like receptor mechanism, okay, that she was in reference to earlier. The fetal DNA in the child after being injected with fetal manufactured vaccines, meaning aborted babies, reach the same level that triggers the autoimmune rejection of a baby by a mother. So that's an autoimmune reaction when the baby's dna gets to be so high in the mother's bloodstream that it it triggers the birthing process that's an autoimmune reaction well the same levels are achieved when you give a child a vaccine cultured off an aborted baby and that baby's dna is now triggering another massive autoimmune reaction in the child so then the child goes on to develop all kinds of autoimmune diseases potentially or maybe later in life all of this is by design on purpose to destroy humanity because we're created in God's image and Satan's trying to defile us any possible way he can. And this is one of the greatest ways he's pulling that off. Um, anyone who says the fetal DNA contaminating our vaccines is harmless either does not know anything about immunity and toll-like receptors or they're not telling the truth. And also I want to say that if I've got listeners out there that have, that have given vaccines to their children i'm not coming down on you okay i'm not i'm not okay 
Had I not went to chiropractic college and found this stuff out, I would probably have injected Taylor. Had not had I not known, and this is why the Bible says we're destroyed for lack of knowledge. And I do believe there are things that you can do to not only break any potential curses, and again, I think that goes with deliverance and things of that nature, and breaking curses off your life and the Derek Prince stuff out there, but also, you know, detoxification protocols that that you can implement in your child. I think one of the best is um, BioArray. They have a product called NDF. They've got a whole protocol they do. And that's probably one of the highest success rate ones I've seen for children, specifically targeting this. Um, a lot of them, I think, are liquids, so the compliance is a little bit higher. And it's expensive, though. They're, they're not the cheapest supplements. But I think from the research I've seen, that's one of the highest success rate ones of reversing the vaccine damage. And um, But it's not going to address the spiritual component at all. That's something you're going to have to pursue on your own. So, uh, and I've talked a lot, a lot about the spiritual component of addressing things like that in previous teachings, recent teachings. Anyway, um, so if fetal DNA can trigger labor, a naturally desired autoimmune reaction, then those same levels in vaccines can certainly trigger autoimmune diseases in a child who's obviously more vulnerable. This is direct biological evidence that fetal DNA contaminants in vaccines are not in low innocuous amounts. They are very strong pro-inflammatory triggers. Administration of fragments of the human fetal non-self DNA to a child could generate an, an immune response that would also cross-react with the child's own DNA. Children with autistic disorders have antibodies against human DNA in their own circulation that non-autistic children do not have. In other words, autism is caused by this autoimmune reaction that are in the vaccines and primarily from ones that contain the human aborted baby DNA. That's when the autism rate started to explode in the late 80s, 19, early 1990s, when they started increasing not only the vaccine schedule, but particularly the, the vaccines that were cultured for off aborted babies, also known as human diploid cells, if you look them up in a PDR, physician's death reference. It's easy to find this out. I'm not, I'm not lying about this. It's factual that's when the autism rate started to explode nobody wants to to acknowledge that though not not in the medical field or, or people that are pro-vaccine they, they they don't want to look at any of that it's just this big anomaly that autism rates have you know exponentially went up by the thousands autism wasn't even known about when i was growing up i never even heard of it until like the the late maybe 1980s 19 early 1990s and it's right when they started increasing the vaccine schedule particularly the ones with aborted babies um, okay, so uh, going back to this report. Okay, so Duke University demonstrated in a recent conducted study that significant improvements in behavior were observed when children with autism spectrum disorder were treated with their own banked... Um, I'm trying to see this word here. Autologus? Autologus cord blood. Their own bank cord blood, essentially, is what she's in reference to. When they were treated, the autism children were treated with their own banked cord blood. Significant improvements. This treatment clearly shows that most children with autism are not born with it since genetic diseases like Down syndrome or muscular fibrosis cannot be triggered with, these, uh, with, these, uh, with this cord blood, evidently. Yeah. Because Down syndrome's genetic. Okay, it's it's a chromosome. It's trisomy twenty one, I believe, is how it's it's like a 
21st chromosome has three parts to it and it should only have two it's trisomy 21 down syndrome okay um that is a purely genetic thing so treating a down syndrome child with its with their own cord blood their own banked cord blood which i don't really see anything wrong with that because it's your blood that's going to have no effect on down syndrome because it's purely a genetic thing whereas this though autism can actually be reversed or significantly improved by treating it with its own by treating the baby with its own banked cord blood which is like a stem cell uh treatment of its own cord blood therefore an environmental trigger or triggers introduced to the world around 1980 when autism first began to rise must be identified and eliminated or reduced in the environment yeah i couldn't agree more she's saying around 1980 so uh, remember i was you know in 1980 i was like uh i was in like just starting middle school so i, I wasn't really up on all this stuff okay so uh strong change point correlation exists between rising autism rates and the u.s vaccine manufacturing switch from animal derived cell lines for rubella vaccine to human aborted cell lines in the late 1970s the earliest change point for the autistic disorder birth year was identified uh, as in 1981 in california and u.s data preceded by a switch in the manufacturing process in january of 1979 the fda approved the manufacturing switch for the rubellus rubella virus from animal base to the new aborted human fetal cell line i'm sure that the satanists that were in charge of this did this on purpose by design okay and uh that's when it all happened around 1979 when they switched over to the aborted fetal cell line the wi wi-38 aborted fetal cell line using the ra27-3 virus strain i've went over those specific virus strains before what those actual numbers mean in previous studies both the new approved monovalent rubella vaccine and the trivalent mumps measles and rubella vaccine utilize this wi-38 aborted fetal cell line for manufacturing of the rubella vaccine portion prior to 1980 autism spectrum disorder was very rare almost unknown according to the figures for the cdc the rate of autism in 2014 though was one in 59 children a very steep steep increase from just the year 2000 where it was one in 150 the total cost per year for children with autism spectrum disorder in the united states were estimated to be between 11.5 billion and 60.9 billion i don't see how they could have a variance that large but that was from 2011 now what they're saying now is that by the year 2028 if i remember right half of all boys will be autistic is what they're hoping for what they're projecting and then by the year 2031 half of all girls will be because they have a little bit better more resilient immune system and their autoimmune functions are better so um they can fend this off a little bit better but they'll all be autistic by the year uh 2031 if satan gets his way and again this is what they want to create is just a bunch of a whole population of totally brain damaged children that are autistic and brain damaged and and i'm again i'm not coming down on them i'm saying that's what their goal is that's what they want i don't want that i'm putting this information out there to try to stop this wickedness this is totally a 100 satanic ploy 
to destroy children and their brains and bring curses on them from the standpoint they're getting aborted baby DNA injected into their bloodstream and then a host of other wicked evil chemicals, a witch's brew, which is what it is, pharmacia pharmaceutical companies, which is the root word for sorcery, and they cannot be trusted at all. No vaccines are safe. None. This is the, they're, they are wicked, evil, satanic companies doing this. Okay, so continuing the next report, alert, now the CDC admits 98 million Americans, which I, I don't even really understand how that could be accurate. Um, well, okay, because they know how many people that was given to. 98 million Americans were given the cancer virus via the polio shot. Now, I've talked about this for years, and this is just confirmation. Again, you know, news that should be front page for like the next, you know, year straight, this type of information, exposing the medical pharma cartel. And, you know, it's, it gets no press at all. Zero. Nothing to see here. Just move along. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining me. This might be old news for many people, but for some, they probably don't know about it. A lot of you know about the history of Mary's monkeys and the development of the polio vaccine. The CDC admits 98 million Americans were given cancer virus viva the polio shot. Now, what they probably don't know is that this type of cancer is passed down from generation to generation. And it mainly attacks... And that's by design, so that you will infect your, your offspring with the same cancer virus soft tissues like breast cancer, stomach cancer, things like that. So your parents or grandparents may have gotten the polio vaccine and you're now carrying the virus um, that's been passed down from generation to generation. So the number of 98 million Americans that received the dose of the polio shot, which was contaminated with a cancer-causing virus, the numbers of people with that virus is actually a lot higher. Look up SV40, simian vaculation virus 40. Wikipedia has a page on this and the health effects. Here it says that between 1955 and 1963, around 90% of children and 60% of adults in the U.S. were inoculated with the SV40 contaminated polio vaccines. So if you wonder why, you know, several generations, your mother, your grandmother, um, have had breast cancer, um, prostate cancer, and that's because it's being handed down from... And again, it's not the only factor, but it. let's say you had no predispos predisposition toward cancer, and yet you got this vaccine, and then you did a lot of other things that unknowingly, I mean, you were being exposed to chemtrails, you were drinking fluoridated and chlorinated water, all these are things that can cause cancer, you're, you're eating, I don't know, typical American diet type of thing. Uh, these are all factors that are going to contribute ultimately. And then there's so many other things that can cause it, different chemicals and different things you're exposed to, electromagnetic pollution. And all of this adds up and adds up and adds up. And then it finally, you reach a tipping point where you start to develop the stuff. Generation to generation. Here it shows about prostate. The original page where the CDC <laughs> admitted that it knew about this was quickly taken down along with Google, but the site was luckily catched, so you can still see it. But you have to go into the past history of the webpage. And here's an image of the original webpage as it appeared on July 11th, 2013. This is right from the CDC, but again, they took it down 
uh, because they didn't want anybody to know about this. But it's a Kabbalistic principle that, you know, they have to at least inform you at some point, even if, if it's for one day, and then they take it down. Uh, that's how they operate. So it's a Luciferian Kabbalistic type of principle that they use. They admitted that they knew about the cancer in 1960. It was discovered then. Right. And then it goes into the... And they history. just kept vaccinating because that's how they roll. They want to kill humanity off, and this is what they do. About the Reese's monkeys. You know, all you have to do is look up Mary's monkeys. It's, it's the, Actually, it should be diseased uh, Reese's monkey kidney cells. They were diseased. Um, and um, let me just read this real quick. And it goes into this. This original cancer, when they discovered what happened, is when the army then took that cancer, developed it even further, and made a quick-acting cancer that kills a person, usually within 30 days. <laughs> to further confirm this unbelievable omission, assistant professor of pathology at Loa University in Chicago, Dr. Michael Carbone, has been able to independently verify the presence of SV40 virus in tissue and bone samples from patients who died during that era. He found that 33% of the samples with bone cancer, 40% of other bone cancers, and 60% of mesotheliomas I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, lung cancer, all contain it's this... It's mesothelioma, mesothelioma is the, what she was trying to say there, which I think is primarily also caused also by asbestos exposure. Obscure virus. Another important consideration, conveniently omitted on the CDC fact. So let's say you were, you were, um, which is a high likelihood, you were injected with this SV40 polio virus, okay, and then you worked in um, building construction and before the advent of where they stopped using asbestos. Or maybe you were doing reclamation where you were, you know, putting, taking out the, the asbestos insulation and putting in non-fiberglass asbestos and so and you're exposed to it there so now you've got two factors which are going to set you up for mesothelioma which is the sv40 virus you know and the fact that you're working around asbestos so again this is how these things happen she about the sv40 is the virus is somehow being passed down from generation to generation in 2012 italian study found that 18 percent of healthy volunteers were found contaminated with the SV40 viral fragments, indicating that they were either exposed to the SV40 virus through contemporary vaccines, commonly believed to be the SV40 free, two, exposed horizontally via transmission from older generations carrying the oral polio vaccine derived SV40 vaccine, and three, passed down from parent to child. In any one of these scenarios, the point is that far more than 98 million Americans are now contaminated with the virus, and those infected are likely expanding in number unchecked. See, the problem didn't end with the removal of the contaminated seed stock in the production of oral polio vaccines or the use of inactivated forms that were developed later. This is one of the dark secrets of the unintended adverse effects of vaccination that the CDC most recently attempted to hide has actually brought directly into the daylight of public scrutiny. Yeah, so there's such a large population that received the vaccine back in the 1950s and early 60s. 
more than likely you are carrying this virus and prone to cancer. And everyone wonders why even babies are born with cancer. Well, it's not hard to figure out. You've got a double whammy between your vaccine shots that your grandparents got and the food, the mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. Well, I'll put your thoughts this in. This is why you need to go out of, yourself, out of your way to protect yourself. I mean, I, I would be absolutely. I'm sure I've got this. Or maybe over the years, because of the, the silver that I've taken and the other things I've done, I've been able to actually eliminate the virus. I don't know. Uh, it kind of depends where it lays, if there's a part of the body that it lays dormant where it actually is in the system. But I'm sure both my parents were got that. I mean, that was when they were growing up in the 1955 to 1963 time range. I know they were both vaccinated. So, you know, I would be getting like a double whammy of that. But I haven't been to an MD in, my word, 25 years i don't know i haven't had those everything i've done i've self-treated everything i've had come up i've self-treated and i I try to practice what i preach with the supplements and the nutrition and these types of things taylor's never i mean she's never been vaccinated she's never been to to an md really for anything other than um she had um uh she was when she was little she was playing volleyball and she had a knee injury um that wasn't a knee injury she just cut herself open she fell down and uh, she got her there and I don't know one of the things she needed stitches for but that's it I mean other than that she's never you know she's never been given a vaccine or had to be on meds and these types of things uh, was never on prescription drugs that type of stuff and, and she's one of the healthiest people from a physical standpoint I have ever ever been around I mean actually kind of a freak of nature from a physical standpoint what she can do from an endurance level from a strength level is scary and i'm talking she doesn't even it's not like she's over here training constantly or obsessed with stuff like that but it is scary what she can do as an athlete and she's not pursuing that route she could i believe there's multiple things taylor could probably be world champion i mean world champion on in a sporting endeavor if she actually applied herself to that you know but it's never been that super of an important thing to her it never been and i'm glad because i don't think as a christian that should be something that you know we're just focused in on and that's our life and and all this other stuff she's just it's never been that big of a of a deal but i'm just saying if she chose and I brought her up. I gave her, uh, you know, all supplements from a, from a little girl. Um, uh, never been vaccinated. Really, never went the medical route for nothing. Never been on a cycle of, of antibiotics. I don't think. Uh, I mean, everything we've taken care of in house, and she's one of the healthiest people I've ever known. And not only healthy, but just freakishly freakish from a physical standpoint. So you know. <laughs> There's my, and I've had a lot of patients too, but there, there's a, you know, that's my, my daughter who I've raised, who, who, you know, I have, I can point to and say, yeah, this works. If, if you do what I'm, what I'm saying, I didn't have that advantage. I was vaccinated. We grew up and we, I think we were better than most families. I mean, my mom wasn't into the junk food and I never was able to really go that route that much, but you know, 
there was a lot of disadvantages I had too on, on different nutritional levels and things like that and supplementation. And um, I didn't have the advantages Taylor did in, in that regard because I have her on protocols at a very early age. She couldn't stand taking the pills, but, you know, um, it's, I, I'm seeing it's, it's paid gigantic dividends down the road with her. So. Comments down below. Bookmark my site. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's, we're, we're done with that one. Um, all right. Next video. Cancer help. And again, this is one of the many cures for cancer out there right now. GC, GCMAF cures people. So crooked medical system outlawed it. Of course. In the video, uh, you'll see how G, GCMAF saved the life of Terry Davis Newman. She had a rare form of fast-growing cancer and was saved by a man named David Noakes and his company Im Immunobiotech. They gave the GCMAF to Terry for uh, free no, no charge. The UK government then put David Noakes in prison for 15 months. Well, yeah, that's what you do to somebody that cures cancer. And he even did it. He gave it to her for free. So his reward is he got put in prison for 15 months. They should have just taken him out and killed him. I mean, gut shot him and let him bleed out right there, I think. I mean, that's that's a just just reward, isn't it? I mean, come on. We can't we can't have people curing cancer. I mean, what's this world going to come to? Uh, it could have been far worse, but the judge knew the entire thing was a fraud, so he sentenced him to a minimum instead of 14 years. Well, I'm, I'm glad that he only got 14 years, ultimately, um, you know, in prison. Because that's well-deserved. GCMAF, GC or GC which is the GC protein-derived macrophage activating factor, is the body's way of curing cancer, evidently, internally, and it works really well. It's reverse cancers and even some cases of autism. So well, in fact, that the big pharmaceutical companies use their bought and paid for politicians and government health-run agencies that are all destined for the lake of fire to make it, illegally, to make it illegal to prosecute anybody involved in it. Um, anyway... Let's go ahead and play this video here. This is her, Terry Davis's testimony. My name is Terry Davis Newman. I'm a real person. You can Google me. My doctors predicted I would die in November 2016 of terminal stage 4 ovarian cancer, specifically high-grade serous carcinoma of the ovaries and uterus. Oh, it degraded bad. and recurred as peritoneal carcinomatosis and this cancer has no survivors. Oh no, I mean that cancer kills you like every time. Anything ovarian, I mean that is that is some of the hardest stuff. Hardest, hardest, hardest stuff to cure. Okay, so I mean, a, a very, very the hardest of the hard has no survival rate. It doubles in size every six weeks. My sister and I both carried the BRCA1 gene, and she died with the same cancer on the 18th of November of 2015, 90 days before I was diagnosed. Wow. It was the chemotherapy, which they billed her more than $700,000 yeah. to pay for, that killed her from 11 months after her yeah, diagnosis. So they got to torture you along the way and kill you real nice and slow, and then drain your bank account or your inheritance or whatever you know, you're planning on leaving your family. You got to drain all that so that the medical... The medical, uh, the medical pharma uh, satanic cartel gets all your money. So they've, the 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 demons have vampirized uh, off all the suffering and torture they've caused through the chemo or the and the radiation, and then now they get to have all your money to boot, and then come out looking like the heroes in the end, saying, "Well, we did everything we could. Yeah, you did everything you could do to kill them because you've been suppressing cancer cures for decades and decades and decades, and you're a satanic, evil, wicked system." 
gnosis. This was after she was horribly mutilated with a double radical mastectomy and a hysterectomy. Oh, yeah. She bled to death in front of both of my elderly parents when her esophagus ruptured from chemo-induced vomiting. Mm. 50% of the people who have cancer die from the chemotherapy, not the cancer. Yeah, and it sets you up for more cancer. Even if you survive the chemo, your risk of getting cancer again is far greater because of all the poisons in your body. So it kills everything in between. The chemo kills, sometimes it kills the cancer, and then it also kills you and sets you up for further cancer infestation, which is perfect because that's reoccurring revenue for the medical pharma cartel. There are over 100 specific research papers that say peritoneal carcinomatosis following high-grade serous carcinoma is not helped or even affected by chemotherapy and that there's no point to it other than that chemotherapy is a huge money maker for the oncologist. Absolutely. My sister was murdered for profit. The doctors knew the chemo would kill her and they knew it wouldn't help her and that didn't stop them. Her obituary is on Legacy.com. Her name is Lori Sutcliffe Alfrey, L-O-R-I-S-U-T-C-L-I-F-F-E Alfrey, A-L-F-R-E-Y. A dozen doctors have tried to force me to take the same chemotherapy that killed her, and I have flatly refused. Angelina Jolie and Christina Applegate are both cancer survivors who carry the same BRCA1 gene. That's why Angelina Jolie had the preventative hysterectomy and double mastectomy, the same surgery I was having that revealed my cancer. And believe me, if they ignore their doctors, they have nothing to worry about. I did my own research and I discovered... Did they really have those surgeries though? Or was that just some marketing ploy to, to stuff the medical coffers because everybody would worship Angelina Jolie like their goddess? And she supposedly got, you know, the double whatever radical mastectomy as a preventative, which I think is the most insane thing on the planet. And um, then how many other women followed suit because of that reptilian devil's example that she that she set for other women? But did she really even get it? Come on. I don't even buy that. It's all a satanic plot to get us into this stuff. DMAP being made by Immunobiotech Limited in England. Their GC math is genuine because they put it through nine tests. It's not the fake being sold by other places. If there's no test, then the GC math is fake, and every other product being sold as GC fat math is not worth buying. Rerum is completely useless. Everyone I know who was using Rerum died quickly while First Immune keeps racking up cures. If GC math from First Immune didn't work, it wouldn't be a threat to Big Pharma's blood money profits. This is the only reason that first immune immunobiotech are being persecuted. It is criminal activity by the government. Although GCMAF would have been 10% of the cost of chemotherapy, I couldn't afford it and my insurance wouldn't pay for it. Immunobiotech told there, me... There was a comment there. My doctors... Oh, sorry, I messed that up. I'll have to try to find where we were at. But there's a comment there that says that they use GCMAF in Mexico at Hope for Cancer, whatever evidently hospital or clinic or whatever hope for the number four cancer just so you know and then somebody said that at well at 15 grand a week it's beyond the reach of most folks well if that's what they're charging in mexico yeah that's it's pretty outrageous now i can't verify that but you know that's not just 15 grand a week that's just for the treatment that'd be going down there and living and stopping your life and doing all the other stuff and all the other expenses that would occur so uh, again a lot of times this isn't practical for a lot of people but i did want to tell you about this um i've got a whole file on cancer alternatives that i can send out I, I it's too big to post 
But if you want, just email me at the contact page at contendingfortruth.com or one of the emails that I've listed, and uh, I'll get it to you. You know, I don't, I don't do anything with with cancer anymore as far as uh, nutritional protocols because there's so much you can do for it. I really don't even know exactly where I would, what I would go to because there's been so many breakthroughs in natural curatives for this that i'm i'm a little bit unsure which which is the best way to go i would probably not put all my eggs in one basket and do several of them at once and keep your diet as clean as possible and, and make sure your liver and gallbladder and in in and colon and kidneys are as clean as possible because the liver is where all carcinogenic uh compounds are broke down in the body through the phase one cytochrome p450 phase one and phase two enzyme pathways and um, so the liver's key. All cancer cases are liver cases. Always remember that. So you start with the liver. Keep your diet as clean as possible. I wouldn't, you know, I would keep my carb levels low because there's been studies showing that, that carbs can uh, feed cancer. Sugars can feed cancer. Uh, people, Some people have gotten really good results with ketogenic diets by basically starving the cancer out of existence because it's ketogenic and there's uh, there's really no carbs involved. But there's other things you can do. And um, I, I have like a file. Or you can go up to Natural News, uh, Mike Adams' site, and, and key in cancer cures. I mean, there's so many things that have come out, especially in the last three to four to five years. It's just it's unbelievable how many things. Turmeric's a big one I've heard too, is, is, is where that can have a tremendous impact. Did I would die. Okay, so I'm going to let her speak again on this because evidently, whatever kind of GC math you're getting, that's like the most key most important thing now this was published in april 11 2017 maybe i don't know who knows maybe if you research this i have no clue maybe you can get it now for a better price maybe they've got better options maybe because of mass production i don't know maybe you can't get it now at all who knows they usually shut all these things down they either buy them off or kill them off it's what they do with you know the people that invent you know engines that run off water or off air or off whatever you know, or, or, or run off where they make carburetors that they had back in the 70s that could, you know, get, get you like 900 miles to the gallon. I'm not exaggerating. They've actually had carburetors like that. And that's before the modern day advent of even fuel injection. They just kill them off or buy them off. One of the two. It's, what, what is that expression that the Mexicans use? A silver or lead? We'll give you silver, we'll buy you off, or, or you get the lead in the head. You get the lead bullet in the head. So that's how the medical profession, that's how the energy, that's how all facets of the world government operate. Okay, if you're a threat to them, if you're a threat to their money-making enterprises, and if you're going to give humanity something where they can function outside of the satanic grid, so to speak, then you're going to either get silver or lead. That's how it works. No test, then the GC math is fake, and every other product being sold as GC fat math is not worth buying. Rerum is completely useless. Everyone I know who was using Rerum died quickly while First Immune keeps racking up cures. If GC math from First Immune didn't work, it wouldn't be a threat to Big Pharma's blood money profits. This is the only reason that First Immune, Immunobiotech are being persecuted. It is criminal activity by the government. Although GC math would have been 10% of the cost of chemotherapy, I couldn't afford it and my insurance wouldn't pay for it. Immunobiotech told me they would send it anyway at no charge, and they paid the shipping as well. They provided it to me up to the time that they were closed, 
down by the English MHRA for the second time on February 22nd, 2017. They even paid the huge chipping charges so that they would save my life. I started taking GC Math on June 25th, 2016. There were no side effects, none. I felt great, plenty of energy, and no one would believe I had cancer. I wasn't bald or vomiting with mouth sores or a star skeleton. Even now, I look healthy. I have all my hair because there are no side effects. I mean, guys, the kind of ovarian cancer she had, you die 100% of the time if you go the medical route. I mean, of, I mean... It'd be one thing if she had like, you know, I had a tumor in the leg and it cured it. That wouldn't be near as impressive as this, to me at least, knowing what I know about different types of cancer. GC math. I was scheduled to die in November of 2016 when my MRI showed the tumors were shrinking and that the miliary tumors had disappeared. A cancer that to that chemotherapy is totally ineffective against GC math was beating. Right. I am only alive now because of GCMAF, and if I die, it will be because Big Pharma and the corrupt MHRA closed Immunobiotech, and the MHRA and Big Pharma will be 100% liable for my death. If they kill me, I will not die silent, as I have written a book about this experience. GCMAF is a human protein. It's the body's own way of curing cancer, and I have taken it for eight months. My cure is not complete. Now in March... 2017, I have MRI scans that continue to say that my cancer is being killed off. I would have a belly full of cancer and would have died by now if I'd allowed myself to be chemoed. I'm fit as a fiddle, and if I'd obeyed the dozen doctors who tried to force me, they did everything but hold a gun to my head. Yeah, of course. If I had listened to them, I would be... Because they're... And I'm just going to say this. These doctors that are in this system are absolutely complicit in all of this. They're part of this satanic system. They're the satanic footmen that do Satan's bidding when they try to pressure people like this lady into getting those treatments. Now, I'm not saying all doctors are, are Satanists. I'm sure a lot of them are. But they are on many different levels. Maybe not with every single patient, but with a lot of the patients they see, they are doing Satan's work. They are complicit. They are going to have to answer to God. They're not going to be able to just plead ignorance and say, oh, I was just doing, you know, you should have looked into a little bit more what you were going to devote your life to before you did it. You know, I did that. That's why I chose chiropractic and then why I chose alternative medicine, because I saw these are these are absolute things that aren't being, you know, that, that can help people naturally. And there's no side effects. The only side effects are really good. And I mean, as long as you're being sensible with what you're doing as a chiropractor and prescribing of the clinical nutrition and, you know, that's why I did it. Whereas the medical system profits off disease. They profit off people or off perpetuating disease. They profit off being these demigods that they think that they're, they can do no wrong and then they're not deceived. And they're some of the most deceived people on the planet that do this and, and, to, and to coerce people like this into what they're trying to do. It's unbelievable. That is a doornail. The doctors who are amazed that I am still alive are still trying to force me to have chemotherapy. Of course. To me, immunobiotech are angels. I owe them and David Noakes my life. There are no words I can ever express that will thank them enough for... See, it doesn't matter what you show them. It doesn't matter how many cures. It doesn't matter because they figure that... If it was actually real or valid, they would be doing it because they're the best. They're the tops. 
so many medical doctors are absolutely totally consumed with pride and it's a demonic spirit there is a demonic spirit that you start that starts to infest you i believe going through the whole medical doctor process and um i think it's it's gradual to for some and it's along the way and i think you get incremental levels of demons as you go through it uh i can't explain any other way of looking at it when we have all of this information about the vaccines and all this information about chemotherapy and all the wickedness of the medical profession and knowing that drugs cure nothing typically they only perpetuate disease they only they only sweep the symptoms under the rug allowing the underlying condition to worsen and knowing that that is so painfully abysmally obvious I mean, a three-year-old could figure this stuff out, but yet these big medical minds can't figure any of that out. And they stay in this system and perpetuate the lies continually over and over again. There's got to be a demonic component. These people have to be totally demonically deluded. Or worst case scenario, there are Satanists and they, they know exactly what they're doing and they're serving their father, the devil. I don't know, but either way... You know, and I'm not saying emergency medicine isn't good or there's certain cases for medical intervention. I'm not saying that. I mean, you break an arm or do whatever and you get into an auto accident, sure. I'm not talking about emergency room type care. But beyond that, you cannot drug the body into good health. And I understand some surgeries are necessary. True, I'm not going to deny that. But you can't drug your body into good health and you can't take drugs to the point where you then become a surgical candidate and then surgery your body into good health. There's, there's, typically so many other ways that um you we, ways that you can go in order to bring yourself and your body to a, a, a situation of health but they're doing all these things to try to tear down our bodies on so many different levels and the medical uh medical pharma cartel is one of the main vectors for that destruction of our bodies what they have done for me and their generosity if I die because of what Big Pharma and the MHRA have done, I will die cursing them for causing my death just to protect their profits. They are the scum of the earth and deserve the fate that God will have in store for their memories. Excuse me, their members. They promote the murder of chemotherapy, or the murder by chemotherapy, of over a million people a year with their billion-dollar poison. And, and, and to me, that the suffering just from chemo alone and all that, there are demons that feed off that suffering. They love misery. They love death. They love destruction. And that's a big reason this goes on. They want to they prolong it. The, 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 the people at the top of the medical pharma cartels, they want to prolong your suffering because they're making tons more money along the way and all those demons are feeding off that suffering and that evil and that wickedness. They love it. So, again, this is the system they're part of, and I'm not going to make apologies for them. I ran for Congress in 2010 in Illinois. I'm visible on the web. My website for my cure is www.gcmathcancercure.com, and you can see my video on Facebook. Feel free to contact me with any questions. Terry, with one R, T-E-R-I, Davis Newman, N-E-W-M-A-N, at AOL.com. Terry Davis Newman at AOL.com. Okay, so that we have that. And I again I give you the link if you want to get that info. The link is here. It's gonna be in roughly boy, we're up to already page probably on a page about page twenty-four of the PDF for um, September 16th, 2019. It's 144 a.m. where I'm recording right now. 
And again, I, I got a later start. I was wanting to get started a lot earlier and then all a whole bunch of more stuff I had to add in. And so it, it tends to work out this way every week, so I don't try to fight it anymore. Um, now, continuing with this report, it says, oh, and over 90 holistic doctors died mysteriously, as reported by Patriot Aaron Elizabeth. Uh, how many of these were aware of GCMAF? I'm pretty sure I heard that GCMAF mentioned with a lot of these doctors that were um, suicided, that were killed. Holistic doctors. A whole bunch, I'm sure. Uh, and then there's the report on it. Unintended Holistic Doctor Death Series. Over 90 dead. If you want to know more about that, here's a link to it. I've reported on that over and over many times over the years. In the following video, you'll learn how the crooked UK government prosecuted David Nokes, who was helping people through distributing GCMAF, which cured people. As stated in the video, the UK government has now killed over 2 million people in the UK alone by concealing the GCMAF from the people. Spread the word, patriots, and tell trump pot at potus well he's not going to do a thing and the real donald trump but we hold him responsible for the fda stopping gcmaf and well i do i believe he this devil's feet should be held to the fire um you know and they do they uh, luciferians do look at this and they do look and see how much pushback there is about given issues so i do yes i do think it's important i do think it's important to you know pray fast however god leads you about these particular issues and educate others our entire government and medical system is a total fraud spread the word patriots so everybody knows how many people they're killing they're killing our families and friends tell trump we hold him responsible for what the fda did to gcmaf and other cancer treatments they've outlawed that's just one of many uh, like i've said there's tons of cures for cancer out there maybe not all of them work on all cancers but i think if you took in them in totality and you had clinics that had different ones that knew okay this treatment's really really good for this but but the biggest thing would be to eliminate what's causing all of the cancers like all the stuff they're doing to cause cancers like the vaccines like the chemtrails like the fluoridated and chlorinated water like a ton of the things and additives and preservatives and, and like the nitrites they put in in smoked meats and things of this nature like those things to take those out of the food chain i mean there's just so many things they're doing to, to create it is what i'm saying that would be the source so if you just eliminate that then you know um sugar is is a big one that causes cancer uh just because the, there's a lot of cancers that feed off sugars and i mean i'm talking more the processed variety and um that type of stuff so again um going further it says we're still waiting for Hillary to go to prison and for him to bust down the doors of Google, Twitter, and Facebook for censoring patriots. Oh, yeah, well, don't hold your breath because Trump's not going to do any of that. We're not happy to buy what we see so far. It's all talk, no action. It's unacceptable. Yeah, we'll just expect more of the same from the old Trumpster who belongs in the dumpster um, by his own actions. Let's go ahead and play this one. Update on the prosecution persecution of David Noki's. And this is the guy that that gave away the um, GCMAF cure to Terry, the lady that we just heard. And I believe, um, is this the one they put in jail for 14 years? I don't know. Right, and we are live. And uh, this is in our crane. This is somewhat impromptu live stream from outside Southwark Crown Court at uh, 12 noon on the afternoon of Friday 2nd of uh, August 2019 and as you can see I'm here with John Smith and David Noakes. Now we weren't expecting to be out here in front of the court quite so early. I'm pleased to say there's a massive turnout. There was probably what 70 plus people at the court this morning. 
unfortunately only 11 were allowed in the court. But David, uh, explain why we were here today. Well, GCMAF is the body's way of curing cancer. It was discovered in 1980 and the government, the MHRA and their predecessors have killed 2 million people over 25 years by concealing GCMAF from the public. If put in the NHS now, GCMAF would save the lives of 120,000 people a year. And it is this Southwark Court and the MHRA that are preventing these people from having their lives saved. Um, and we went to court today because they wanted to confiscate my remaining assets. But they cancelled the case. We didn't know, but they cancelled the case, cancelled the listing, and we came to court and there was nothing for us. And it's been months. So, I mean, let's just uh, bring those uh, people who perhaps are new to this up to speed. Um, so we have a situation at the moment where your partner, the biochemist, uh, Lynn Tyre, she is currently in Bronzefield Prison, uh, awaiting extraordinary rendition to France. Um, and of course the French are also going to pursue you at, uh, at some juncture. Correct. But she's due to be extradited to France next week. This case was due to be heard today. The so it goes on into all the, the legal stuff there. So, yeah, I just checked, and they, they rewarded him by putting him in month, in prison for 15 months. Um, and that was in November of 2018. They said he was he was selling um, a, un, the unproven therapy. This is the Wikipedia devil page. And uh, was supplying unlicensed medicine. Uh, so, you know, this is how the world works. You know, if you're righteous, if you're trying to do something good for humanity, if you're trying to, to do something righteous... You're going to be, you know, no good deed goes unpunished and you're going to pay the price. And, and that's how this sick, twisted devil world that we live in runs. And I hate to say that, but, you know, what other conclusion can I really come to? Just come Lord Jesus, you know, is, is really where, where I'm at with all of this. Because, you know, um, this is just unbelievable. The wickedness that is encroaching. And, but just never give up. Endure to the end. No matter how dark, no matter how bleak it gets, God is greater and um, he's going to win. We're on the winning team. But the Bible predicted that evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And that's regarding the end times and all the stuff Jesus said in Matthew 24. So we know that, that you know, these predictions are coming to pass and that they're true. Next report, uh, regardless of health conditions and religious exemptions, exceptions, all California children must now be vaccinated. If your California child wants to go to school public school they must get their vaccines their religious beliefs do not matter anymore parental authority does not matter and the child's health does not matter ever no excuses oh but the 73 vaccines are all equally safe yeah 73 now whatever they're wanting them to get all research to the contrary cannot be used as an excuse to avoid the vaccines though all the stuff that we just just a little bit about what we talked today and and again i've done gigantic studies where we've talked about the wickedness and evil of the vaccines you know you none none of that research and in, in easily provable facts like mercury like aborted fetal cell lines how these things can be toxic to the body and evil and wicked and cause all these problems none of that can be used as an excuse to avoid vaccines anymore now Welcome to Communist China. One more thing, this insanity only applies to citizens. Here's the rest of the insanity. Meaning if you're a legal alien, I'm sure it doesn't apply to you because you get everything you want if you're an illegal alien in this world, especially if you live in California.
the California Legislative Assembly just passed a law that said that all school children will be vaccinated with zero excuses. And I want you to hear me very clearly about what's wrong with this. Number one, the science behind the efficacy of vaccinations is not strong. In fact, actually, on a correlation basis, it's quite weak. That aside, secondly, there are some people who are contraindicated from taking vaccines for health reasons. They can have reactions or they've had reactions and their doctors would say, no, no, this person should never have this kind of shot. But it doesn't matter to the California Legislative Assembly because they know all, see all, and they're forcing their will upon you. And then the next thing, some people have religious exemptions. Christian scientists, for example, and for your wrinkle your nose up, they have their rights. And there is absolutely no excuse to force someone to be doing this. But that's what's happening. They're making the case for homeschooling, aren't they? You people in California, why are you putting up with this? If you're not going to change people, then change what you're doing with your kids. And when there are no more schools that have no more students, maybe then they'll change their ways and become reasonable. That's it for the common sense. Don't, don't, don't hold your breath or bank on any of that. Anyway, going further, and I, uh, I had a listener ask me to really uh, go into this. California passes law severely restricting medical vaccine exemptions. The parents of California have now just suffered another devastating blow to their right to decide what is best for their children. On Monday, Governor Gavin Newsom, Democrat, signed Senate Bill 276, a fiercely debated bill that will make it even more difficult for children to attend school without receiving, and again, this is public indoctrination, devil center school, without receiving the state's mandatory vaccinations, even if their doctor has decided that some or all the shots could be detrimental to their health. The reason for medical exemptions vary widely, but many include factors such as history of coma, chemotherapy, and life-threatening allergies, according to the CDC. So in other words, it's, it's rarely, if ever, would you ever be able to get out of vaccinations at this point because of this SB 276, which requires public health officials to review exemptions at schools with less than 95% vaccination rates. The law also, because they got to have 100% compliance, you know, because they got to kill everybody equally. The law also requires that any doctor who grants more than five medical exemptions in a calendar year be placed under review by the Nazi public health officials. So if you grant more than five exemptions per year as a doctor, they're coming after you too, okay? And those would be like, you know, I would hope to think some of the better doctors out there that, you know, but, you know. Worst of all, the law now gives the state the authority to revoke any exemptions it deems fraudulent or medically inaccurate because the doc government knows children better than their parents and even the, their doctors, apparently. So in reality, SB 276 makes it nearly impossible for medical doctors to write exemptions for childhood vaccines for medical reasons. Dr. Um, or California Dr. Robert J. Rowan did not hold back when describing the feelings for the uh to the California Senate, he said this is despicable, dishonest, double standard in lying politicians. Now, the lady that wrote this, which is that Aaron lady that we just referenced in the last one, she has the health news website. Anyway, um, now that she kicks in and she says, now I'm, com I'm compelled to speak my mind. I have just learned that Senator Pan, this is this devil that I've brought up over and over again, Pan, Senator Pan's bill, 
SB 276 has passed the Senate and was signed off by the governor. Well, his name, Pan, is, is appropriate because he's like the, the god small g Pan, the cloven-hooved devil, um, half uh, goat, half apparently human Nephilim creature that would lure the children away from the villages with the uh, with his um, little flute or whatever that he played. Well, this guy's doing the same thing. He's trying to come off like he's Mr. He's the good guy. He's just trying to lead us in, into the path of, of wonderfulness and protecting the children and all of this other stuff. And the reality is, is what he's doing is going to just destroy countless lives, annihilate the children. And it's, it's appropriate that his last name's Pan. It really is because he is of his father, the devil and of his lust and of his works, he will do. And, and he's, he's, he's doing a yeoman's job for Satan is, is all I can really say. And he's going to burn white hot in the lake of fire as, as, as a reward, unless he gets saved. And I, you know, I pray if it's possible, the guy gets saved. I don't know if a lot of people on these levels are even human with as wicked and evil and as malevolent as they are whether they're maybe they're just demon possessed vessels of satan maybe they're actually nephilim in a shape-shifted non-human form like the bible's predicted that there was going to be in today's day and age because jesus said as it was in the days of noah so shall it be in the days of the coming of the son of man and the biggest news story back then was the nephilim the men of old the men of renown you know that the fallen angels have procreated with the women and created this race and it defiled the whole planet and god had to literally set the reset hit the reset button and start over again so you know you just kind of wonder how many people in, in high level politics like this were even human at this point because you know it's just so malevolent and evil what they're doing now um the the lady uh, says i've just learned of senator pan's bill sb 276 she's also a medical doctor and was passed passed the senate and was signed off by the governor i now consider senator pan absolutely malevolent and evil as i do senator allen both of whom were co-sponsors of sb 277 which started the shakedown of the family rights remember this is sb 276 which i don't quite kind of understand because you'd think that s the, the the thing that started it was sb 277 so you would think the next one would be sb 2778 no actually the next one was going back a number sb 276 so it's kind of easy to get confused on this um i'm very cautious in using these terms in my dealings with my fellow man i don't walk in their shoes but deliberately lying deception and the double standard to achieve a, a questionable goal is beyond my acceptance it's not questionable it's it's satanic 100 you know they're serving satan and they love it both of these men stated that the medical exemption was sacrosanct uh, and it would never be touched. These were the promises to get SB 277 passed. Well, they're liars and they're of the father of the devil and he's the father of lies. So why would you ever trust anybody, especially with the last name Pan? Sorry, I mean, I'm not yelling at her. It's just, you know, Pan, a doctor himself said he honored the doctor-patient relationship. Yeah, right. Just like Ted Bundy treated women wonderfully when he was on the planet. But just a few years later, he pushes the draconian bill destroying the doctor-patient relationship and placing a child's fate in the hands of state bureaucrats hundreds of miles away. Pan says SB 276 closes a loophole families and doctors found in the medical exemption process. So what they're trying to do is just make sure there's no way you can get out of the vaccination issue. And I've been screaming about this since the inception of this ministry back in 2006 and it was a big part of 
what um, that 14 city tour I did on the avion flu about the vaccination issue and that that was going to be the key to all of this is ultimately bringing us to a forced vaccination uh, position where they would be forcing people at gunpoint to take the vaccines or else. And this is what I've been um, screaming about and fighting for all of these different years. It's been a main pillar of this ministry because I realize how wicked and evil this agenda is. And this is just further evidence of that. Uh, So let me see here. It builds on a 2015 law Pan also wrote to eliminate personal beliefs as a valid reason to skip vaccines when enrolling kids in school. And I believe this is the the public indoctrination double school system where they're bathing them in 5G microwave radiation, cooking them like, you know, in a microwave, and then also all of the LGBT total indoctrination, the indoctrination into evolution and to learning like the most sick things about, you know, anal sex, you know, at the earliest possible age and and, in brainwashing them into all the gender garbage and um, common core dumbing down of of children where they graduate and they don't even know how to read or write a a lot of them. I mean, it's just, it's just beyond anything. I mean, all I can say is, is if you have any children, whatever you could do to get them out of the public school system, you know, I I would... um, I would pray fast, do whatever it takes in order to make that happen because, um, you know, even if the vaccine issue wasn't an issue, just all the other things I mentioned aren't going away. And all of it, again, is being done by design to create a master slave class that will do whatever the Antichrist and the false prophet essentially tell them to do. Uh, So, let's see here. Pan said there are, quote, unscrupulous physicians He should know a lot about that subject because he is the most unscrupulous physician on the planet who sell the exemptions, the vaccine exemptions, to families of school children who should get vaccinated, according to Satan, Pan, which compromises the health and safety of their classmates. Oh, because of the herd immunity myth. No, if you're vaccinated and it's such whiz-bang technology, why would you worry about getting infected again? It makes no sense whatsoever. It's my right, it's my body, or my children's body. You don't have any right to tell me what I should inject into my own child, especially if it involves aborted fetal cells and diseased green Reese's monkey kidneys and genetically modified human albumin protein and formaldehyde, which is what they embalm people with, and mercury, a neurotoxin that's so toxic there's no even acceptable lowest level limit for how much you can inject into somebody. But that's all fine, you know. You, you will ignore all that and all the other myriad of things on the wickedness of vaccines. That's fine. But see, Pan says that you're unscrupulous as a physician if you want to go against that. No, you are a devil from the pit of hell, what you are, Dr. Pan. And I loose legions and legions of angels against you and all your devil ilk that they bring you to justice in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I bind up every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder this prayer or those angels in any way, shape, or form. That's what I would I would pray for Dr. Pan. I pray, if it be possible, his soul be saved. If it be. 
Okay, but God knows the beginning from the end, and there are some that are born that are vessels of Satan. The Bible is very, very clear about that. Vessels of destruction, fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. They're men of old. They were ordained under this condemnation, according to the book of Jude. And the Bible says, God hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Now, I'm not, it's not my job to decide who's, who's the one that are vessels of wrath fitted for God's destruction. Who are the wheat and the tares? I, I don't I don't know, but I the Bible says you shall know them by their fruit. And this guy's done nothing but put out wicked, evil, demonic fruit every single time I see this devil rear its ugly head. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit biased on this. So he says there are unscrupulous physicians who sell the exemptions to families of school children who should get vaccinated according to Satan, which compromises the health and safety of classmates who are too sick to get the shots. What? Too sick? The reason they probably are sick is because they did get the shots and or they're on, you know, all the meds that most school children are on now, I guess, and they're eating the GMO public school system food and drinking the fluoridated and chlorinated water and being bathed in 5G. I wonder why they're sick. I have no idea. They're being exposed to smart meters everywhere they turn glued to their glued to their phones that are exposing them to massive amount of radiations being bathed in wi-fi all day long being the cell phone towers bearing down on people the next rad doppler ultra rated uh doppler ultra rate uh, radars that are bathing us in radiation all the time the harp arrays all the weather modification i mean man that you could go on and on and on the purpose of the bill is to keep people safe, Pan says. You don't have the right, you don't have the privilege of injuring someone else's child. That's what the bill is about. So in other words, if you're not vaccinated, you're injuring someone else's child. Even though it's a proven fact that the ones that, when they always have these outbreaks, it's the, one that are vac the ones that are vaccinated are the ones that are actually giving it to other people. They're the ones injuring other people through the process of viral shedding that happens for you know anywhere from one to 30 days after you get vaccinated or even greater. That's what actually causes that. And that's by design on purpose so that they can blame it all on all the unvaccinated population. How convenient, how convenient. Senator Pan, you double standard hypocrite have have you the privilege to compel potential injury on one child to allegedly protect someone else's child who is too sick to get the shots supposedly i consider you absolutely evil now with your statement i always considered him that but that's just me you have formally assumed the privilege right power to harm family a to to harm family a's child who may have a genetic or family risks of the vaccines. Well, that's the least of why you wouldn't get vaccines. But anyway, to protect child B who cannot get a vaccine. You appear as a double standard, uh, fear-mongering politician who will lie, cheat, and steal another child's health to accomplish your agenda. I consider this evil. To me, it's no different than a Nazi officer deciding which child lives and which child dies. It's just a matter of degree. In this case, you're choosing or risking injury on one child for another. Well, they're both being injured if they're vaccinated. Incredibly injured. We, we have this one now, and, th and this just broke as well. I didn't even get a chance to really go on this. Uh, New York parents fight back after religious vaccine exemptions are repealed. This just happened um, four days ago. Draconian move by the New York State legislature to remove religious exemptions 
uh, to vaccines for school children back in June has sparked a massive backlash from parents and faith-based groups. As we previously reported, lawsuits from the Children's Health um, Defense and others swiftly followed New York's decision to become the fifth state to end exemptions for its residents who object to vaccinating their child due to religious beliefs. That's what I mean. They're coming after the Christians, ultimately. While vaccinations are only required... For children who attend public and private schools, as well as some daycares and learning centers, parents who sincerely object to some or all the vaccinations are now forced by the state to either homeschool or move. I've had, I've had listeners that had to move for, due to this, you know. And the the problem is, is it's just you know, they're 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 going to try to obviously implement this, you know, everywhere eventually. Okay, so I'm going to keep going here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Green Deal Dead. So we're going to the next uh, study now. Green Deal Dead from Grave to Plate. Human, cons human consumption tanks ready as recomposition legalized now. You may have recently heard about the human mulch being made in legal in Washington. I bet you didn't hear the actual agenda behind the movement. To fully understand the depravity of this movement, you must understand biosludge and hydrolysis tanks. Mike Adams did an amazing job in the biosludge movie which i think you can go watch for no actually i'll give you a link here it's biosludge.com i'll give you a link in the pdf if you want to watch it uh very good he did an amazing job on the biosludge movie link below but this only tells a part of the full death agenda when you learn that there are human consumption tanks already across the country chills running up and down your spine will be the least of your issues so let's go ahead and roll this little positive piece of news here Help. This one's going to be a lot more serious than we've been talking because this has all to do about death and exactly the way we die and the most politically divisive agenda I have ever seen. This is disgusting and deplorable, but I want you to keep in mind exactly how political this is. You don't understand. I've got proof. They need proof. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. You wonder what he's seen happening. Well, it's things that I have now researched. It's it's Charles Heston, I think is his name, and it's in the movie Soylent Green. He's Soylent Green, which is what they were feeding to the people, which was the main thing that the people were living off of, was people. But I think it was probably a, a, a combination of soy and people, because it's Soylent. It was probably, you know, like a, and, and you know, you, you were encouraged to die there in the movie, and there was no food. There was really no, um, you know, every everybody was basically living just off this bare set, and everything was provided by the government. This GMO garbage that they were giving them, and Soylent Green was one of the things that that they got. I think I don't know if it was on a weekly basis. It's been a long time since I watched the movie. It's such a depressing movie. I don't ever want to watch it again. It's just so like the the message is so without hope, and it's so godless i guess and and not to say it's like there's a lot of inappropriate things in it because i don't really remember there being a lot but oh my word it's just such a horrible hopeless dystopia 1984 george orwellian sick message that you know that yeah satan had his druthers if he had his way sure i'm sure it would turn out like that but you know the lord jesus christ is is in control and um but you know satan's not going to go down without fighting and this is just further evidence of that and seen happening across the United States. This isn't an isolated, just Washington state issue. And what are we speaking of? Washington becomes the first U.S. state to make human 
compost. That's right, there you see Katrina Spade on the right-hand side of your screen holding up what looks like brilliant soil, but it is much more devious than that. Of course, in her world, it's perfectly normal. Liberal, left-leaning agendas of greenhouse gas, green new deals, and anything that's as anti-human as possible, it's perfectly normal. But unfortunately, you have no scientific basis to your findings other than the fact that you want to find now a new way for us to die because this has been warning for quite some time. But before we get there, you have to understand some of the precursors. This has been happening longer than anybody realizes. If you haven't heard of biosludge, you need to because biosludge, although some would say this is two entirely separate topics, I'm going to tie together exactly why it's one, why the Environmental Protection Agency if we want to call it that, is intimately involved. Basically, this is when they take all our solid wastes, that's right, what you flush down the toilet, recycle it, and then go ahead and spray it back on our food crops. You wouldn't think that's possible. You thought that was only livestock that were put in the fertilizers. Oh, no, my friends. It's a much more devious agenda. Than this is why it's really important to try to eat organic whenever you can. Because they're, they're literally taking human compost with all of the horrific things that are coming out of humans. I mean, you are what you eat and it comes out of you. And then, you know, the urine and the feces and then they concentrate it down and then they spray it all over the crops, you know. And this would also include the blood in the, in some cases, I, I believe the blood and um, uh, the baby body parts that are not harvested that end up in the um, waste facilities or or, or or in the trash chain or in the you know sewage chain particularly you know if they're cleaning up from an from an abortion or whatever or if they've just harvest harvested the organs of a baby and then that blood goes down the drain well that's getting into the sewage system that's defiling the land obviously the land where the abortions are committed or defiled it's it's affecting everything around it and um it's getting back into the food cycle into food that you might be eating. That you'll see here that this worldhealth.net this was published on is asking for help. How come we have a clean air act and a clean water act, but we don't have a clean soil act? Well, you're going to understand exactly why that becomes a critical argument piece. Mike Adams, the health ranger, has covered this in great detail. He actually put a movie up on Brighteon that I need all of you to watch. It's an amazing expose, but let's hear a little bit of it right here. Uh, here we are, city by city, spreading infectious material, viral material, antibiotics in the biosludge, and then we wonder, well, why are people getting sick? Sewage sludge contains over 80,000 chemicals. And every year there's a thousand new synthetic... Mm-mm-mm, huh? Go get you that fresh apple. Let's go grab something, pull a carrot right out of the ground and take a bite. Because we no longer know what we're biting into. That's right, you need to watch that. He did an absolutely fantastic job. But don't worry, this is an international problem in some ways. This published on the Hindu. Switch to a biodigester. Have livestock. This is another article. The Daily Nation. Biodigesters offer a cheaper way to manage home waste. That's right, take the waste out of your, you have gray waste and black waste. Gray waste being those coming out of your laundry, coming out of your sink, and then black water, which would obviously be coming out of your toilets. But don't worry, we're going to put it all into this biodigester along with all your livestock waste so we can recycle it, release all the gas, but use this new liquid to go ahead and fertilize the food that you're going to have on your dinner table at night. Doesn't it just sound simply scrumdillyumptious? Oh, it's deplorable. 
the ocean's dying, the plankton's dying. <laughs> it's people. Soil and green is made out of people. You thought that would stay in Hollywood, right? Soylent Green, an absolutely just thought-inspiring movie, now come to absolute real life in so many ways. Started many, many years ago, 2015, this published on The Stranger, the architect who wants to redesign being dead, the architect being Katrina Spade, the founder we talked about earlier. Basically, a large tube, a whole project designed... They even point out the difference between Republicans and Democrats because us nasty old Republicans just love the fact of how expensive burial is because it's a profit-making agenda. We don't care about the environment with all the formaldehyde and wood we use to create coffins. How dare we destroy the environment? But honestly, the Democrats aren't much better because they just believe in cremation. And originally, Katrina thought that was fine and sustainable, but it turns out it's not. Although it limits the amount of projects and Democrats are slightly better, I need a new way. I need to drop my loved one at the top of the... Guys, also, cremation is pagan. It's not good. It's how the pagans always dispose of the body. Never in the Bible does the, the, does the Bible condone cremation, burning of the bodies. That's what the pagans did. The Bible says, learn not the way of the heathen. Okay, so cremation is unbiblical. Okay, yes, both my mom and dad were cremated because that's what they wanted to do. They already had the arrangements. They had already bought and paid for the whole thing. If I could have prevented it, I would have, but I didn't have any say over that. And I wasn't going to go behind their back after they were gone and not do it because they had already paid for it, done it. That was their wishes. It was their body. But I wish I could have done something about it, but I, you know, that was what they wanted. Um, I believe I've done a study on it. Just key in cremation in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com if you want to know more about it. Because, you know, a lot of people aren't aware of that. And we'll move down through the tube as they decompose. And this is the key. So they stack the bodies. In the decomposition, decomposition chamber, each body would be separated from the bodies above and below. It would be several feet of wood chips, straw, and other organic materials. And it would eventually sink down and just, you know, decompose into the other bodies and then all the other surrounding garbage they got in there. I need you to pay attention to this because this is how it's going to expand uh, across so the United evil. States. As a matter of fact, most of this equipment is already out there. And then down towards the bottom of the tomb, when the body's completely recomposed into this fertilizer, you can take your loved one home because that nasty cremation, you just don't know if you're bringing somebody else home with you. That's right, all published in this expose. You can read it if you want. It's a huge read, but it all leads to this. That was 2015. This is today. The Recompose. What we do, Recompose offers an alternate choice to cremation and conventional burial methods. Our service recomposition gently converts human remains into soil so that we can nourish new life after we die. We must give back to the planet because all we're ever doing is destroying it, man. So you need, after death, it's not enough anymore. Because how dare you die and not give back to the planet? Because so basically we can't breathe on our planet anymore. Cows can't fart on our planet anymore, and now we can't die anymore because all of it is destroying the earth, and we need to give back the green dead deal. Most people's bodies are so full of toxins and things, the last thing you want to do is try to grow plants off it anyway, you know, because of all the things that we've mentioned in other teachings. So that's something to also consider. 
the alt dead deal, as it's called in many of these articles. There's your team. There's Katrina Spade in the middle. Recompose is a benefit corporation powered by people who believe in changing the current death care paradigm. I don't know how you care for somebody who's dead, but nonetheless, by offering a gentle, humane, and ecological model, all of us approaching this work with energy, tenacity, and joy. We're overjoyed that you're dying so that you can give back to the earth, you creature. How dare you live on the planet, and all you do is destroy it. Your death is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> but let's listen to Katrina's words herself, shall we? I used to think that cremation was a sustainable form of disposition. Cremation destroys the potential we have to give back to the earth after we've died. It uses an energy-intensive process to turn bodies into ash, polluting the air it, and contributing to climate. It looks like a guy giving the speech. I know it sounds like a girl, but it looks like a guy. It's got to be um, because she's demon. She's the one. She's the main one behind this. So it really doesn't surprise me that it looks like a guy that's giving the speech, but it's got a woman's voice. And a woman's name coming out of the mouth, out of its, the voice box. So, you know, again, this is what you expect to see. Some type of really weird uh, gender fluid, weird half man, half woman, weird creature giving the speech about how we need to, you know, um, go this route and go to the human consumption tanks. It doesn't surprise me. Inch. Okay, I did. It, I mean, it, it looks like a guy. Is that a guy? It, no, it's not. It's just so weird. I mean, it's it's like you can't tell. It's like that Pat character on Saturday Night Live a long time ago that you couldn't tell whether it was a guy or a girl. It's like that. Everything leads to climate change. And I'm not saying Saturday Night Live's good. I'm just saying I remember, remember those clips from long ago. Like I said, you dying leads to climate change. We found the agenda here. We found another absolute anomaly within the public that's dictating complete change. And it's being approved. Actually, not being approved. It is approved. And gross substitute Senate Bill 5001. This coming out of Washington State. And now here's the key. Hydrolysis facility. Meeting a structure, room, or other space. In a building or structure contained one or more hydrolysis vessels to be used for alkaline hydrolysis. Remember those bio-sledge tanks? Well, guess what? In larger form, those can be used for this agenda. But let's go first, because we all read the articles on Bloomberg Environment, human composting, now a climate-fighting final wish in Washington. Did you get it? Did you read it? I did. <sighs> Another boring article, except for when you get to the devious dark nature of what's actually going on. There's a new option for fighting climate change. There we go again. Another political talking point in Washington State, comp composting your remains. Governor Jay Inslee... Democrat. You know, the, really what this boils down to, if, if you ask me, um, would be it's the same it's the same spirit, it's the same rationale behind putting aborted babies DNA in the vaccines. They want to get foreign DNA, in this case babies that were sacrificed at the altar of Satan, injected into you and your child's bloodstreams because they know that that's going to bring a certain level of um, demonic activity and probably curses on your life this is the same thing they want to make sure that the people that are dying that they take their bodies that are full of toxins and they reconstitute them and then they use that in soil to grow more plants that you end up eating because that's kind of like a form of cannibalism and they're trying to bring us into that 
the whole cannibalistic mindset, you know, injecting aborted babies in our bloodstream, making sure you're eating foods that, that have bio sludge sprayed on them, which is human feces and, and, and all of the garbage that is in the antibox and the drugs and all of the stuff that goes down the drain and, and, and the urine and all that stuff and making sure they put that back on the plant and the plant grows out of that. Now they want to add humans to that. So then those plants grow out of there and you eat those plants, which are defiled. And so then that brings another curse on you and it bring it brings more demonic activity and only God knows what it's going to do to your health. Because remember, we're body, soul, and spirit. This is going to affect us in all three phases of that. And this is why it's so important for Satan to have agendas like this. So I'm trying to I'm trying to give you the the big the the, the big picture. Why are they doing this? And I believe that's why. Signed into law May 21st, a bill making it legal to compost bodies, a process being dubbed recomposition. Under the measure, bodies can be laid to rest at facilities licensed to handle the accelerated human decomposition. Over several weeks, microbes transform the remains into a cubic yard of soil that is indistinguishable from any other soil and could be used just about anywhere. Senator Jamie Peterson... And they would use it anywhere, and particularly, I believe, where they would use it is on maximum places they could put it back into the food chain to defile humanity. I mean, can you imagine, I mean, like digging up a whole bunch of bodies in a graveyard and then, and then them, you know, like putting them in a big blender or something, a big auger, and then, and then just throwing the, that waste back or not waste, but the, the bodies back onto like a cornfield or something or, or, or some crop or whatever. I mean, can you imagine the outrage, but no, this is what they're doing though. They're just doing it in a much more sanitized, soylent green, soylent green type of way. Prime sponsor of the bill told fellow lawmakers at a public hearing on the measure, Washington will be the absolute first place in the United States, maybe the world, to permit recomposition. Well, they now officially are. So before you take into the bite of that next tomato or cucumber or carrot, just remember it might be grandma who's fertilizing it just below. They're making our food out of people. Next thing they'll be breeding us like cattle for food. Yeah. You gotta tell them. You gotta tell them. Promise, Tiger. I promise. I'll tell the exchange. How real is it, right, Justice? It's just in Washington. They won't do this anywhere else, except we go back to 2015. This turning point, it appears, the world's largest thermal hydrolysis facility unveiled. This mentions nothing, of course, about decomposing dead bodies. No, this is all about converting wastewater. Look at the size and grandeur of this entire facility. We never had any intention on it being used for anything else. Just imagine all your neighbors will soon be inside those tanks when they pass away. And that soil or recomposition will be spread everywhere just to help to make sure you have the food and nutrients that you need the nutrients of your neighbor disgusted yet i'm not even going to read the article about what they quote as the pressure cooker oh indications were in here anaerobic digestion again they're talking about solid waste Never in here did they mention it was going to actually be a human, not just human waste. So I went a little bit further. California passed legislation here, as you see on your screen, Assembly Bill, February 21st of 2013. Read down a little bit further, and there you go. There you have it, another hydrolysis 
facility. These are popping up just about everywhere you look. Minnesota, Minnesota statues, alkaline hydrolysis facility. So I don't want the left side of the country or the right side of the country or the middle of the country thinking you're exempt and this will never happen in a community near you because it already is. Tell everybody. Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell them Silent Green is people! Silent Green is people. Powerful, powerful moment in the movie. Now come to absolute real life, but this is as cryptic and as crazy and as horrendous and as horrible and as devious and diabolical as I have ever seen. And it's why it took a more serious tone on today's broadcast, because this doesn't deserve any shade of humor at all. This is deceptive and destructive as you have ever and we have ever uncovered on this channel. I need you to spread this message far and wide so people open their eyes to exactly what's happening in the United States of America. They have now bastardized and destroyed the most horrendous and horrific moment in so many people's and their families' lives, the loss of a loved one and taken now, and they're going to, they will try to, I guarantee you, put regulations down that will require you eventually to have to provide your loved one to one of these facilities so that we can be turned into fertilizer so that later on at the dinner table, in some horrific horror movie of a way, we'll still share dinner with our loved ones. Unfortunately, they'll just be the ones who are providing fertilizer for the food we eat. Sure, far and wide, this is the reality of America. And I promise you, once again, mainstream media won't touch this angle. But we do here. That's why you tune in to Justice Night. If you haven't, again, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Please do provide any means of support. So we, so we have that. And that's, I'm going to wrap it up for today. We're about at six hours of recording now. And um, it's about 2.44 a.m. my time. So I'm going to try to get this up tonight. And uh, I'll try to get to bed before five. I don't know. It's pretty typical for me. So, um, uh, yeah, I never said my sleep patterns were great. Um, <laughs> just the way it works out. I don't know. Can't really, it's like I try to fight it, but it's like, you know, with this ministry, it's just the way it always works. So, or it, it has worked that way for, for many, many years. So dude, de definitely don't emulate my sleep patterns, but, um, uh, God bless you. And Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.